When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Huge shout out to Team DNVR athlete David Roddy. He was named the Mountain West Player of the Year today by the league media. I was able to catch up with him and talk about you know what that meant to him. A uh, big weekend with a win over Boise State, the Mountain West tournament, all kinds of fun stuff. Before we get into that, are you ready to feel the excitement of the conference championships like never before? Turn your team's victory into your own big win with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win, get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. Illinois listeners, we have some big news. Mobile registration is back, and right now you can sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook simply by downloading the app right now. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the action with the DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free all March long for a shot at over $250,000 in prizes. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code DNVR, bet $5 on any college hoops team to win, and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with the promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, all right, all right. Like I said, David Roddy named the Mountain West Player of the Year by the league's media. I unfortunately do not have a vote in that process. Don't understand why. Um, But really, really stoked to see David get the recognition that he deserves. Isaiah Stevens was named second team all-conference. You know, I want to complain about it. I really do because I, I think Isaiah Stevens is clearly the best point guard in the Mountain West. But when you look at these teams, it's it's tough. I mean, first team, David Roddy, Orlando Robinson, Bryce Hamilton, Graham E.K., Hunter Maldonado. I don't have a problem with any of those guys. On the second team, even, you've got Matt Bradley, who has an argument for first team, Abu Kijab, Justin Bean, who if Utah State would have kept winning, probably would have been first team, Marcus Shaver. I mean, the, the talent in this league is insane. Even the third team is Sherfield, Mashburn Jr., Mensa, who's the defensive player of the year, Jalen House, and Desmond Cambridge. So... The league's just in, insanely deep right now, and it's it's really cool. It's obviously led to some really high-level basketball, but it also means that not everybody that deserves recognition or deserves to be called a first-team player is, is ultimately going to make the list. And honestly, for the first time, I, I found myself coming around to the the format that you see from the WCC where they do 10 guys on the first team, and then they just have a second team. They don't do first, second, and third you still recognize 15 players in total. It's just 10 on the first team, five on the second team instead of five, five, five. 
that's always seemed wonky to me. I don't know. I mean, you, you don't play with five players. Why would you do it that way? But the more I think about it also, does it really matter? I mean, these teams aren't actually playing on the court together, so maybe it doesn't matter, you know? And and ultimately, I have no beef with, with guys getting recognized, so I don't know. I still don't think I love that format. I, I ultimately think that, you know, if, if you're like the ninth or 10th guy recognized on that first team, you know who you are and probably recognize that, you know, you're a step below some of the other guys. I also just think there's no shame in being second team all conference, especially when the conference is as deep as, as this one is. And and when you look at the, the roster and you look at the guys that were, that were recognized, I mean, there were 10 dudes in this league that were awesome this year. There were eight guys, in my opinion, that were deserving of first team all recognition. As far as the other awards go, Matt Bradley is the newcomer of the year. Tyson Degenhart of Boise State, the freshman of the year, no surprise there. Nathan Mensa, as I said, the defensive player of the year. Orlando Robinson also received a couple of votes. Donovan Williams of UNLV wins six man of the year. KJ Jenkins, uh, Chandler Jacobs, John Tanjay, and Adam Seiko also all received votes for that. Finally, Leon Rice of Boise State was named the coach of the year. He received eight of the 11 possible votes. Jeff Linder received the other three. I'll say this. I don't have any beef with, with Leon winning. I think people expected Boise State to be good, but you know, t- take a, a small step back after losing Derek Alston Jr. They were even better this year. I felt like their scoring was more balanced. They were a more complete team on, on both ends. And Wyoming obviously outplayed just about everybody's expectations. I said preseason that I think they're a top five team. I didn't understand why they were taken to finish eighth. I also didn't think that they were going to be in the running to win the league. So, you know, big kudos to to Jeff Linder. The fact that Nico doesn't get a single vote, though, is it's a little confusing to me. I mean, I guess he's being there because they didn't win the league. He's not the coach of the year or because CSU was as great as they were expected to be. I mean, he swept Leon. He was a free throw away from being 2-0 against Linder. And he split against San Diego State. CSU is the only team out of those top four that had wins over all the other top teams. On top of that, if you actually watch CSU frequently, you would recognize that this is a team that adjusts phenomenally well, especially in the second half. For my for my buck, you know, again, I don't have a vote, but Nico Medved is the best coach in this league, and he was the best coach this year. Now, I don't have a problem with with Leon winning because, again, you know, I think Boise and Wyoming were great, but those teams drastically outperformed expectations. But there's a big part of me that thinks it's pretty silly that a a coach as as talented as Nico didn't get a single vote. For what? They were great because they did what they were supposed to do. They didn't do more than they were supposed to do. I, I don't know. That's my two cents on the whole situation. Again, a really great year for the league. Looking like we have a, a potential to get four or five teams in the tournament, depending on how it shapes out. At least three, I would say, confidently. Really excited to see how all of this plays out, but I'm going to get to that interview with David Roddy. I know you guys are all looking forward to it. Big congrats to him, and thank you for squeezing us in during his busy schedule, as always. Always appreciate his time. All right, joining me on the DNVR Rams podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We've got David Roddy, the Mountain West Player of the Year. First things first, congrats, man. What was you know what was going through your mind when you found out? Who told you? 
Yeah, uh, actually, it was my mom that told me. So kind of just got up out of bed and she was like, hey, do you, I got some good news for you. Uh, you know, they are naming you player of the year. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool to wake up to. Um, and, man, I'm just super humbled and, and super blessed to, you know, receive, you know, this award. I think it's a huge testament to, you know, what we've built over the past, you know, four years here. So, um, man, I couldn't be more happy. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just more excited to, you know, play in the tournament. You typically, you know, give the, the humble responses and I know your teammates and coaches appreciate it, but you've obviously had a phenomenal season. I mean, you've been a very impactful player on a very successful team. Was this something that was kind of, you know, on your radar, at least a little bit thinking, you know, you know, I, I probably have a decent chance to, to win the player of the year award. Oh yeah, it was, um, you know, it was a goal of mine, you know, this year was to, you know, bring a championship to Colorado state as well as, you know, if I can, um, win the player of the year award, uh, you know, I was, I was first team last, last year and I, and that really kind of propelled, you know, my expectations, you know, to, to, you know, be on first team again. So, um, and, you know, just, just working hard, you know, all off season and working towards, you know, a championship and then, you know, everything else follows after that. Congrats, obviously, on, on the first team recognition as well. Um, I mean, makes sense. It would have been kind of weird if you were the player of the year and not first team all Mountain West. But, I mean, what does it say about the talent in this conference when players like Matt Bradley, Isaiah Stevens, and Justin Bean are second team all league? Like, these are three professional basketball players. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's absurd. Uh, I think this is the most, you know, depth and star-studded uh, conference, you know, or Mountain West conference that, I've seen personally, I haven't, you know, looked back at any other, you know, first team or second teams, but it's just crazy. Uh, you know, I think we should go to the you know West coast conference where they have about 12 guys on first. Yeah. Team. I was about to ask uh, that. Cause yeah, I used to be against it, but now I'm, I don't know, man. It's, I feel bad for some of these guys who it's clearly like you are a first team all league player. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty unique situation that, you know, the conference is in just with so many star studded players. Um, but man, you know, all those guys are really first team. So, uh, they have my respect and, you know, again, that's just more motivation for them as well, uh, as us too, you know, going into the postseason. You guys are, are coming off of a season sweep of, of Boise state. We talked about it a little bit post game, but have you thought about that night more? I mean, obviously that photo of you standing in the crowd with your hand over your heads, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, you look like a, like a kid on Christmas day or something that can't believe what he just got. Yeah, no, it was, I just couldn't believe that, you know, we pulled it off. Uh, you know, again, Boise state is, you know, the regular, regular season champs and, you know, they're a tournament team. I think they're a dark horse to, you know, make a deep run in the tournament. So, um, you know, for us to, to pull that off the way we did and, you know, just to, you know, fight through adversity, the entire game was, uh, just a huge testament to this program. And, you know, again, just another, another, uh, corn or a court, Court storm, uh, you know, is always is always fun. Just seeing Kendall like crowd surfing was, I mean, that's that's like a top five Moby moment for me. Just looking down and seeing the smile on his face and he's flexing and it was just special. Yeah, no, it was awesome. Uh, actually, like I was, I was congratulating everybody, and then we saw it, and like there were so many like cameras on me. I'm like, bro, turn around, <laughs> this Kendall crowd surfing. So, uh, man, I didn't expect that at all, but man, like they. They all deserved it. I think I wish they all, you know, crowd surfed a little bit, but um, man, just celebrating those seniors and, you know, how much, how big of an impact they had on, on myself as well as just this program, uh, you know, can't go unnoticed. So, um, you know, man, I'm super, super happy that we could, we could get the win for them. 
I know it was a nail biter. I mean, you, you joked post game. You're like, oh man, you know, almost was a devastating loss, but I, I got to imagine that was a fun game to play in just from, I mean, both teams really executing high level offense back and forth game of runs. I mean, it felt like an NBA game, both in terms of just like the pace and, and, the tough shots that both teams were able to make. Yeah. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. You know, again, you know, two great offensive teams uh, as well as defensive teams too. So uh, it was just going to be a slugfest, you know, the entire time. I think, you know, once going into that last media, when we were really, you know, we were, you know, we're up one point or whatever or tied, uh, I knew it was going to go down to the wire. So, um, you know, that's the games that you want in March as well. Uh, it prepares you for, you know, any, any circumstance, you know, in the Mount West tournament or, you know, or there on. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's definitely going to prepare us for, you know, this weekend and whatever weekend we play next. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot here. There's been, you know, a lot of, we'll just say opinions on whether you potentially fouled Shaver there on the strip at the end. What did you feel like happened to me? It looked like the ball was kind of coming loose before you even made contact with him. Um, obviously they didn't call it a foul, so it's a clean strip, but what kind of happened there? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that was after the devastating turnover that, that I had, that was a, that was a huge mental lapse on my part. I, I can take full responsibility for that. Um, just try to force it a little bit. Yeah. I kind of forced it and, and didn't call timeout. I knew we had two timeouts and I just didn't, you know, I, I saw something open and, you know, I was assuming and you never should assume, you know, especially, you know, in a close game like that. So, um, yeah, that's definitely on me, but I just wanted to make up for that play. Uh, I knew that, you know, I had to do something. So, um, you know, I, I was guarding, you know, Kijab, who's a pretty good shooter, but, you know, it, t- it takes him, you know, time to wind up his shot. So um, I wanted to, and I knew Shaver was going to get the ball anyway. So, um, you know, as soon as he drove, I, I put my hand in there, felt, you know, a lot of, a lot of basketball. So, um, you know, it could have, it was a 50, 50 call. Um, I a hundred percent understand, but, you know, in, in, you know, in times like that, they're, they're not really going to call a foul. Um, and they sure. shouldn't, man. That's not how we want basketball games to say. Like if it's blatant, you know, you smack, you smack the hell out of someone. That's one thing, but I mean, it's a bang, bang play. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was super fast. So, um, man, yeah, just, just made the play on the ball and then, um, yeah, we, we got the foul. So we got what we needed. So it was, a it was a, it was a pretty, pretty fast paced play, but, uh, glad it worked out. Kendall kind of joked with you post game there said, you know, thanks for giving me an opportunity to, to make up for it. Were you guys giving him some crap there after missing the free throw? No, it was, it was hundred percent support. You know, that's, that's what they need. Like, Hey, you know, Hey, just, just, you know, next, next play. And, you know, you, you know, you've been in this position, you know, thousands of times in your career. So um, man, just go up there and go make the free throw. You know, uh, we were expecting him to make it, you know, either way. Um, but, you know, I was just super glad I could get the offense rebound and, and call a timeout. I got to imagine that you guys feel pretty good just seeing Kendall get these moments. I mean, nobody's confidence ever wavered in him and, and in, or his abilities. Like, he's stepped up and made defensive plays all year. He's hit some big threes, even in games where he didn't necessarily, you know, have like 20 points, but maybe hit a couple of big threes. But just to see the senior, especially, you know, after having to, to kind of take a step back a little bit with so many players on the roll, get to score, you know, 23 against Utah State and then come home and get this moment. That, that's up there for me in terms of just what I'll remember most about this year. Yeah, no, I mean, man, he, he deserves it and all of them deserve it. You know, they all deserve their flowers and, and, you know, for him to be playing the way he is now and finally kind of getting back into the groove of, you know, who we, 
know Kendall Moore can be uh, is is just awesome uh, for our team. You know, it's 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 really tough. You know, you know, self guarding. You know, two guys who can go fifteen plus, but three guys going fifteen plus is is really tough to guard. So uh, for him to just be, you know, trusting in the offense and trusting in himself. You know, overall, I think you know he's gone through some slumps this year, just like everybody else. But um, you know, just just being confident in himself and being resilient uh, mentally in that way is is very hard to do. Uh, and for him to, you know, again, playing the way he's playing both offensively and defensively is just, is just huge for our team. Do you feel the kind of space open up when, you know, Kendall's out there hitting it on the outside because then those guards, they can't sag in and, and kind of help on, on you when you're playing down low. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it, it opens up so much, you know, in our offenses, um, you know, everybody's a great shooter on, on the floor. So, uh, and, and when multiple people are hot, you know, there's a lot more options. So, uh, you know, strong side kickouts when, when I drive and, you know, three, four guys collapse, I can just, you know, knock it down to Kendall or, you know, AT or John who or whoever, um, you know, it definitely opens it up and, you know, for them to, you know, trust their, trust their shot making ability as well. I think, you know, we have, we'll have a great pass into, into a shot and sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll hesitate and then just move it. Um, and understanding that, you know, that's the best shot that we're going to get that position, uh, most of the time against really good teams. So, um, you know, now they're really trusting in and really trusting in and, and man, it's just going to be super exciting to play, you know, again. I think people, fans, especially underestimate just like how big of a difference that makes, you know, if, if for half a second, you're like, Oh, should I shoot? And that's, oh, and then all of a sudden the rhythm's off, the flow's off, that defender has a second to, to come at you. He gets to contest better. And it's just being sure of yourself. I feel like the, the mental aspect of a basketball and such a tough and such a touch sport, I think people think it's all skill. And obviously skill's a, a big part of it, but the confidence to be able to do it because it just happens so fast. Yeah, confidence is everything. Um, and you basically, sometimes you know what you're going to do before you even catch the ball. So I think that's, you know, the difference between kind of high level basketball and you know the difference between high school and everything like there's split second decisions happening all the time so um you know some some guys make it look easy uh and you know again that's just years of preparation and and you know a, a brainiac of of coach medved making it look easy and, and fluid but um yeah it's it's pretty complicated and and really tough to do but um man we just have so many experienced guys that it it, it looks easy you guys obviously have a, a big opportunity here coming up with the, the Mountain West tournament, a uh, chance to, you know, further improve your seating in, in the NCAA tournament. You guys said Saturday night, you know, you don't really want to change too much. Obviously what you guys have been doing has been working. You don't want to change your mindset. Does anything change though, in terms of like preparation? I mean, just because if you win, obviously it's not like normal. Like you got to immediately be focusing on, on the next game and you only have got 24 hours to do it. Yeah. Um, I would say a little bit changes. I would say, I think our preparation is just going at an all time high now. Um, just being deliberate, you know, whether we're on the court, off the court in, in film sessions in individual film sessions, I think, you know, mentally it's, it's a huge part of, of the game. Um, you know, just one day, you know, scouts, we already, everybody knows everybody's play as well. So, um, you know, it's going to be coming down to the play after the play, you know, getting, getting on the floor, winning loose balls, setting charges. I think, you know, it's going to be a lot more scrappy than, you know, the regular season was um, just because everybody's, you know, has an opportunity to win a, win a championship. So um, man, it, it's March and it's, it's the most exciting basketball. Kind of off of that. 
just how challenging is it to beat somebody three different times? Because, I mean, you guys experienced it a couple of years ago with Wyoming, obviously, no matter who you face, whether it's Air Force or Utah State, it's a team that you guys have beaten twice. But like you said, everybody kind of knows each other at this point. Yeah, it's really tough. Uh, you know, again, it's, it's 40 minutes of, of a battle. Um, you know, everybody knows everybody's plays. And, you know, if we if we swept the team, you know, they have even extra motivation to to beat us and prepare, you know, um, we prepare better for us as well. So, uh, man, tournament play is, is always, always tough. Uh, just because, you know, again, you know, we probably got swept or, you know, we swept another team. And so it's, it's, it's really tough to, to win three times. All right, David, congratulations again on, on winning the award. Congrats on the first team and congrats on, on cracking the top 25 again. I know you guys don't get too, you know, swept up in, you know, the opinions of people who probably let's be real, aren't necessarily watching CSU as much as they should, but it's much deserved. I mean, you guys are 24 and four, you've got wins over, over quality opponents all over the place. So I, I hope you guys can, can take a moment and just enjoy it. You know, I know, I know the goal's not done, but as, as somebody that's followed a lot of CSU basketball, this truly is a special year. Thank you. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to try to enjoy it as much as possible. Just enjoy the moment and kind of reflect, you know, this weekend was a, was a great time to reflect on what we've done this season. And, you know, again, there's a lot more to, a lot more to do, but yeah, we're definitely in a good spot. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water, together make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want.